0: Welcome to ScubaShack radio episode 93 recorded Monday, September 12, 2022 Scuba Shack Radio is a bi-weekly podcast in support of our mission to empower individuals with knowledge, ability and experience to venture underwater in pursuit of their aspirations and to advocate for ocean health and sustainability. Hello again, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to this latest episode of Scuba Shack Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Centropino. Well, Donna and I are back from our trip to Sunset House on Grand Cayman. And it was absolutely spectacular. Now, our weather was fantastic and the diving was outstanding. I just really loved getting out on their house reef and exploring, both during the day and at night. It just doesn't get any better than that for me. And it was a great tune-up for our upcoming trip to Little Cayman in October. And we're already making plans to head back down to Sunset House next spring. The Boston Sea Rovers Clinic is now only two weeks away, and we've been very busy getting ready for the show. It should be a great time, so if you happen to be in New England area the first weekend of October, I hope you'll consider coming. It will be in Danvers, Massachusetts, at the Hilton Doubletree Hotel. Now, on the last episode, I told you that I was working on a new project. Well, today, I want to give you an update on that project, as I introduce the Scuba Educational Alliance of Connecticut. This is a new nonprofit organization to foster the development of a new generation of ocean stewards through scuba diving. But first up is Wet Notes, my news and information update. (music) This is Wet Notes here on Scooby Shack Radio for Monday, September 12th, 2022. Now, first up today, I wanted to make sure that everyone knows about the Women Divers Hall of Fame 2023 Scholarships and Training Grants Program. Now, last year, I did a short segment on Wet Notes about the program, but I think it was late in the application process. So this year... I just wanted to make sure I gave everyone a little more notice. The application process is now open, and it runs through October 31st, and that's for the 2023 programs. Now, it's all done online, and you can check it out on their website. Last year, the Women Divers Hall of Fame awarded 46 scholarships and training grants, totaling $69,750. Now, that's pretty amazing. To give you an idea of the breadth of opportunities, they are focused on underwater archaeology, sea turtle conservation, video and photography, physiology, and coral reef and seagrass conservation. There are also grants for learning how to dive or becoming an advanced diver. Now, some of these grants and scholarships are only open to women, while others are for both men and women. Now, these are really a great program for people to take uh, advantage of, so check it out at wdof.org scholarships. And remember, the deadline for online applications is October 31st, 2022. Now, if you're like me, you're always on the lookout for TV shows about scuba diving. I I can remember back when I first started diving, there was a show on up here in New England called Divers Down, and it was hosted by Mark Stanton. It was pretty cool, and I looked forward to his adventures. I'm not sure when he stopped producing episodes, but you can still check out the website. Well, I saw where there's a new scuba diving program coming to Discovery Channel called Destination Dive. Now, it's being hosted by a guy named Eric Billups, and the executive producer is Mike Zimmer. They already have aired one episode on the Florida Keys. That's where Eric lives. Now, you can check out that episode on their YouTube channel. It's about 20 minutes long. I guess that's just a teaser because it doesn't look like more episodes will be showing up on the Discovery Channel until the summer of 2023 but they promised to showcase the best diving destinations worldwide. In the meantime, maybe I'll go find some of those old episodes of Divers Down. Well, here's some more good news for coral reefs in Hawaii. As of October 1st, 2022, Maui County is banning all chemical sunscreens. Now, Maui County includes the islands of Maui, Lanai, Molokai, Molokini, and Kavulave. They will only allow mineral sunscreens containing zinc oxide and or titanium dioxide. This ban is on the sale, distribution, and here's the big one, the use on the islands. For those that are interested, the ordinance banning the chemical sunscreen is 5306. In it, they recommend that people choose other options, including staying in the shade, using rash guards, or wetsuits. I poked around to find out what the penalties for using chemical sunscreens might be, and as far as I could tell, the fine is pretty hefty at $1,000. So go out and grab your stream-to-see sunscreen, especially if you're headed out to Maui. There is an interesting article in the latest edition of the NASA Climate Change Newsletter. The article's title is, NASA's studies find previously unknown loss of Antarctic sea ice. Well, that can't be good. But just how bad is it? Well, in brief, the article cites new research on Antarctica that includes the first map of iceberg calving. That's the breaking off of ice from the glacier front. And it concludes that it has doubled the previous estimates of loss from those ice sheets. The report also details how the continent is changing. The estimate has doubled from 6 trillion to 12 trillion metric tons since 1997. Like I said, this is not good news, and it is contributing significantly to sea level rise. Once again, climate change would appear to be the cause. You can check out this article at climate.nasa.gov. Now here's something really cool that I came across in our weekly Ike Light email, and it's an article on the world's first animated 3D anatomically accurate model of a manta ray. The work was done by the Florida Manta Project, or FMP, and it was in partnership with the Ungari Foundation and Digital Life. Now, they created this freely accessible resource to aid in education, outreach, and conservation. The team decided to use a -a 2.5-meter juvenile male manta named Skype as their model. Now, they used a series of videos and photographs along with drone footage to create the animation. The Eichelike article also had a a four-and-a-half-minute video by the Ungari Foundation on the making of Sky. And that was really interesting. But if you're interested in licensing Sky for nonprofit or educational use, you can find out more on the Digital Life website. And finally, just a friendly reminder that Paddy Aware Foundation's Aware Week 2022 is just a few days away. Aware Week runs Saturday, September 17th through Sunday, September 25th. Now we're getting ready for our two events on coral reef conservation and dive against debris. You can check with your local dive shop to see if they have anything planned, or you can check out the Paddy Aware Foundation's website to get some ideas on how you might be able to participate in this 5th annual AWARE Week. Well, that wraps up this latest installment of Wet Notes here on Scuba Shack Radio. Since the very first episode of Scuba Shack Radio, the opening and closing of the show... I tell you that this podcast is in support of our mission to empower individuals with knowledge, ability, and experience to venture underwater in pursuit of their aspirations and to advocate for ocean health and sustainability. I have to think that scuba divers really are ocean stewards. We've seen the beauty of the oceans, but we've also seen the man-made devastation that is happening, and we want to do whatever we can to protect the oceans. I believe that we need to encourage a new generation of ocean enthusiasts through scuba diving. I also know that becoming a scuba diver is expensive, and for some young people, it can be unaffordable. Now, it's against this backdrop that I decided that I would try to do something. So my latest project has been the formulation of a nonprofit organization that I'm calling Scuba Educational Alliance of Connecticut, or S-E-A-C-T. Now, I've formed this company here in Connecticut for the purpose of fostering a new generation of ocean stewards by teaching young people how to scuba dive or by extending their scuba diving education. Now, it was a couple of months ago that I was looking into potentially supporting the scientific diving community through the dive shop. But that didn't seem like a feasible route for us to take, so I started thinking about other ways to help build a new generation of people who care about the ocean as much as I do. So I formulated the idea of trying to fund young people to learn to dive. So how does the SCUBA Educational Alliance of Connecticut define young people? Now this is a little tricky because I wanted to make sure that the individuals we were funding had a level of maturity to take the opportunity and make something of it. Like I said, it was a little tricky, but I decided that we would limit our future recipients to high school juniors, seniors, or college freshmen. Perhaps this might seem a bit arbitrary, but I thought it would be a good starting point. And like everything, it can evolve over time. So let's talk about the programs that I'm looking to run. The flagship program will be called Ocean Steward 1. Now this program will target high school juniors and seniors and enable them to begin their journey as ocean stewards by learning how to scuba dive. We envision working with school districts to encourage their students to apply for this competitive program. SEACT will provide the financial support necessary for the selected candidate to complete their basic open water training. We will cover the cost of any electronic or other course material, basic personal scuba equipment that includes mask, snorkel fins, and boots, and the tuition associated with becoming a certified diver. If all goes well, I hope that we can start this program in the spring of 2023, and our goal is to fund at least four students. Now that might be a bit aggressive, but you have to start with some stretch goals. Now we are also thinking about several other programs, and they're still in development. There will be an Ocean Steward II program, and that will target certified scuba divers who are looking to extend their training. Perhaps they are looking to become advanced open water divers or maybe even rescue divers. Once again, this will be a competitive process. Not sure if if we'll be able to get this one in place in 2023, but if we can, I'd like to do something in the later part of the summer. Another potential program will be something I'm calling the Ocean Steward Equipment Grant. Dive equipment is expensive, and many young people aren't able to afford quality dive gear. If they don't have gear, the likelihood of their diving diminishes. Not sure of the timing of this one just yet, but it's part of our planning. And now, here's a big one. One of our board members is a young woman who worked at the dive shop in the summers while attending the University of Florida. While working at the shop, she became a dive master and then an open water instructor. After graduating with a marine biology degree from the U of F, she spent two summers in the British Virgin Islands teaching scuba and marine biology to teenagers off of sailing ships. Now, doesn't that sound fantastic? Well, I think if SEACT is successful we'd like to try and offer an opportunity for an aspiring ocean steward to take advantage of a program like this. This is one of my ultimate stretch goals, and I have this on the radar for the summer of 2024. So where are we today? We are officially registered as a nonprofit company in Connecticut and approved by the Connecticut Department of Consumer Protection as a public charity. Our application for 501c3 status with the IRS has been submitted and is under review. I had a bit of an issue there and needed to resubmit. It can be quite confusing, but I think I have that resolved, and I'm hoping that we have our approval in the fourth quarter this year. Our website is up and running, and it's at you can check it out at seact.org, and we're able to accept donations directly from the main page. Last week at our staff meeting at Scuba Shack, I introduced the organization and received a great deal of positive feedback. So now it's time to get the word out. I kind of view today as the official kickoff by announcing Scuba Educational Alliance of Connecticut here on the podcast. From here, we will start our social media push along with email announcements. There is still a lot to do and still a lot to learn and I hope that we will be able to give back a little something and foster the development of a new generation of ocean stewards. Again, please check us out at seact.org. You can leave me a message there by clicking on the contact menu item. I'd love to hear what you think, and please consider supporting Scuba Educational Alliance of Connecticut and help us develop a new generation of scuba divers who will be our next generation of Ocean Stewards. Well, it certainly has been a very busy summer, and I'm very excited about launching my latest project. I'll keep you updated on how things are going with the nonprofit. But once again, I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the podcast. I'll be back again in a couple of weeks with more Scuba Shack Radio. Until then, stay safe and keep diving.